what's the result I desire to create here? It's such a powerful question. It's a question that really, there is no one answer. It's a question to be lived. That's what I mean by living powerful questions. How is this serving me? How is this serving me? Why would you want to be your own life coach in the first place? Let's start there. My experience has been having a coach for five plus years, being a coach to others. This is my experience. Confidence, clarity, conviction, personal power, inner peace, joy, happiness, fulfillment. So wouldn't it be cool if you could be your own life coach and create that within yourself and be that, not needing anybody other than yourself to create that in you. That's what we're gonna talk about today. There's three things, three things I wanna get into to get you started down this path of being your own life coach. Before we do though, I wanna clarify what I mean by coach because coach, that word, I mean, we think of the high school basketball coach we had that we loved or we hated, you know, didn't love, or we think about just coaching in the aspect of, oh yeah, yeah, you tell me what to do, tell me what to do. Here's the thing, coaching, there's a distinction between being a mentor, being an advisor, being somebody's therapist, and being a coach. So when I'm using the word coach, this is what I mean. Coaching is all about prompting your own insights, meaning they come from within. A great coach helps you find your own answers, your own solutions, helps you create your business, helps you lead your team, helps you build your life on your terms. There's no right way of doing this stuff other than the, the way that is right for you, your way. So that's why you can be your own life coach. You don't need any outside advice or direction. You have it within you. It's just learning to tap into it. Call it intuition. Call it God. Call it spirit, universe. You already have all the answers you need to move forward in your life and create what you want to create in your life, in your business, and on your team. So we got to come from that place. The first thing that I want you to start playing with and that is noticing and releasing. Noticing your thinking. Notice the thoughts and the feelings that you're having in any given moment. A good practice here is mindfulness, meditation practice. This isn't necessarily spiritual, it's just a closing your eyes, getting into your breath, and just focusing on your breath. Notice when you're breathing in, notice when you're breathing out, just be with that one thing, one sensation. Maybe it's feeling the air coming in through your nose or your belly filling up with air. Just keep your focus on one point. But what's inevitable is your thinking mind is gonna take off and you're, before you know it, you're gonna be thinking about what you're gonna cook for dinner. Notice and then release it, let go of it, watch it pass. That's the first step. If you're unwilling to do that, if you're like, I can't do that, I can't sit for that long, it drives me crazy, you gotta learn. You gotta learn to listen. You gotta learn to tune in. But first and foremost, we gotta let some of the noise quiet down. I like to think of it as if you had a bunch of gravel in a jar, and that is in a mason jar and it's sealed off and it's tight, and you shake that thing, the water's really cloudy. That's your mind. That's how most of us walk around 24 seven, cloudy. And so the first step is we gotta sit and we gotta let that stuff just settle to the bottom. Get quiet, get the noise to die down because all of that is like static and noise and it, it makes it really hard to even realize that you have a coach within you. If you don't have a mindfulness meditation practice, that's where you start, absolutely. I want to invite you to try this. 
I want you to notice how uncomfortable it is to just sit. In today's time, we are the most uncomfortable when we're just being. I don't know about you, but there's just this constant hum of gotta be doing something, gotta be doing something, gotta be doing something. And then when we do quiet down, it's very uncomfortable. That's normal. Be with that. Notice that. Notice it. Notice yourself thinking, oh my God, this is effing hard. I don't even wanna do this. How much longer do I have? Notice it. Notice the thoughts. Release the thoughts. Just let them go. Okay, number two. I want you to think about this way of being of asking and listening. What do I mean by asking and listening? I'll be honest, this is something I'm working through and I'm really leaning into. I'm learning to let go of my to-do list and all the things I quote unquote should be doing. I'm learning to not trust that word should. That's your ego, that's your parental mind telling you what you should be doing right now. And that's what drives a lot of us. now. Who are you without those thoughts, without the shitting on yourself? I'm really leaning into that and it's been really refreshing. So I wanna invite you to do that. And how do you do that? It's being, first off, this first thing I shared with you, being mindful, being present, but then asking and then listening. Trusting what comes and turning it into action. Asking and listening. One of the best and most powerful questions is, what do I want right now? What's important for me right now? What would move me forward right now? What would I love to do to move me forward right now? Ask and just listen, just listen. What's coming up? What are you noticing? And whatever comes up, go do it. Ask and listen, ask and listen. Because a great coach does a lot of asking and they do a lot of listening. So you can do that for yourself. But first you gotta be able to think about your thinking. That's what we just talked about in the mindfulness. And then you have to have the presence and the quietness to ask for what you want and listen for the answers. What's not working for you? What would work for you? Just be in that space and it's the contemplation. And this is much deeper than going on a walk or journaling. This is like being very intentional with what would I love to create? What would I love to be different? What do I want more of, less of in my life? And then just listen, listen because that's what a great coach gets you to do, create space for you to be able to get back in touch with who you are, what you desire. Number three, I want you, now that you're mindful and you're asking and you're listening and learning to trust more of your intuition, getting out of your head and into your heart and your gut more, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's gonna be uncomfortable, it's gonna be scary because we haven't been taught to do that. Our whole life, we've been told what to do, when to do it, and we've had a boss, a manager, and here's the thing, becoming a full-time entrepreneur, this is something I'm going through. I've learned that I've always been entrepreneurial, no question, but beginning in January of this year, I'm about six months in, I became a full-time entrepreneur. Everything up to this point, I'm like almost 40 years old, and for a good chunk of my life, I've had a boss, nine to five, nine to five, when you're on a schedule, and that schedule runs you. What do you think happens when you have your own business? That goes away. All of a sudden, nobody's coming and you're responsible for it all. That's scary as hell and it's also really cool, but you have to learn to be different. Like being in that entrepreneurial space. So you know what, that's, I'm like, why am I going down this path? Because we're talking about being your own coach. Some of us, we do just fine without being our own coach because we just allow life to tell us what we should be doing. 
But I believe life is too short to be doing something you don't love. The only way you do that is you have to be responsible. You have to be the creator of your own life. And that, that has become forced for me now that I'm a full-time entrepreneur. I don't have a choice. This is why this coaching stuff is so important. And asking and listening is critical. Checking and trusting your own creative intuition because if you can't trust that, what do you have? You ain't going to find it in a book. Trust me. I've read a lot of books because I thought that I wasn't ready. It wasn't good enough. wasn't experienced enough. So I read all these books trying to find the answers. There was some value from that for sure. Now, at some point, you have to learn to just trust your gut because there, you learn that there's a multitude of right ways of doing things. And the most important one is the one that resonates with you. And that's what comes from asking and listening. Okay, number three, live into more powerful questions. So we're asking and listening, yes. But then I want you to start to live into more powerful questions. Not just ask, but live the question. Like, that sounds strange, even as I'm saying, like, how do you do that? I, I know that I do it, but I'm like, how do I do it? It's just staying in the question long enough that you allow answers to find you. Asking questions has a way of directing your attention and your focus. And where you're focused, your energy goes. You create what you focus on. You are where your attention is. It really creates your being. And you can focus on a lot of stuff you don't want, and that's going to create anxiety and nervousness and fear and self-worry and doubt and this paranoia, which in a way can serve you, but there's a much more powerful approach. Focusing on what you do desire and then asking questions around that, living into the question and, and allowing the answer to find you. What's a powerful question that I live into? I'm just thinking, what's the result I would love to create here? There's not a moment that goes by that question isn't of value to me. So I just live the question, right? Like it's six o'clock in the evening and I'm walking, I'm walking into the kitchen where, where my family is. I'm leaving my office. What's the result I desire to create here? It's such a powerful question. It's a question that really there is no one answer. It's a question to be lived. That's what I mean by living powerful questions. How is this serving me? How is this serving me? This is another question to live into because staying connected to this resonance, this is serving me, this is why I'm doing, this is what's important to me about this. Or the realization of this really isn't serving me. There isn't anything in me that wants to go do this thing. So I'm going to check into what is telling you that you should do it. Because remember back to earlier, that shooting voice, we're not going to trust that anymore. Maybe that's an indicator that we need to have a difficult conversation or say no to that thing so that we can say yes to what does serve us. Now that sounds selfish. Okay. But here's the thing. If you're a leader, if you're a business owner, if you're a parent, people are counting on you. It's important that you are at your best, that you have a, a your tank is full, you have something to give. So I believe fundamentally and try this on as a possibility. You have to first serve yourself so that you can serve others. It's like the most 
selfless act you could do is to serve yourself. Because trust me, it's uncomfortable. It's the most uncomfortable thing you could do to be like, what do I desire right now? What would light me up? What would energize me? What do I wanna do? What do I not wanna do? And then saying no to that thing you don't wanna do. Those are two examples. What, what are some others that you can think of? Like, what, what's a powerful question you could live into? These are powerful ways to be your own coach. This is coaching. If you're working with me, like, I'm asking this of you all the time. What do you want? Is, how is that serving you? What would serve you? What's the result you wanna see? What's the goal of this conversation? At the end of the hour, where do you wanna be? It's a constant creation. You can do this for yourself by living into powerful questions. But you might be thinking, like, Zach, you have no clue. Like, my life is crazy. I've got so much on my plate. I feel so overwhelmed, stressed. People need stuff from me all the time. I'm working 70 hours a week. This just doesn't seem realistic. Here's some things that I think will help you. One, subscribe to this channel because this is what I talk about. Getting yourself in a position to be powerful, to be grounded, to be present, so that you can create more of what you want in your life. You also might love signing up for the eight second daily coach. It's an email. I send it to you every single day with a simple question. Eight seconds or less, a powerful question for you to live into that day. So that's a good first step. Like if you're struggling with this stuff, just start there. Start with living a question each day, a question that I'll provide you every single day. I put it in your inbox, six in the morning. It's there for you, waiting for you when you start your day. Read it, center yourself around it. it takes eight seconds or less and go about your day. That's a great place to start. Hopefully you really enjoyed this podcast episode. And most importantly, I hope you took away some practical things that you can start to do and apply in your own life and business. If you're looking for even more powerful insights towards discovering your resonant creative leadership, then you're gonna wanna subscribe to my newsletter where two to three times each month, I share what's going on in my world, what I'm working on with my clients. And it's the best way to get inside my head and hear about what I'm up to. If you're looking to play a bigger game in your life and business, then you're on this list. So if that's you, go to www.zacharon.com forward slash newsletter to sign up now. That's www.zacharend.com forward slash newsletter. Thanks for listening.